Justin. Dustin. For Justin. Um, I'm recording now. Oh, so am I. I think. Yep, that's recording. Fabulous, Good. sir. Yay! So. So. so um, how's your mental you want... health? <laughs> <laughs> how's that going? Um, yeah, fine. Actually, I'm 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 all right. Um, oh. Yeah, I I think we should just do a quick update at the beginning of this episode. In that this is not the most. This isn't the next one continuously in the ones we've recorded. This one's being pushed forward because um, yeah. it's relevant to now, which is um, the date today is the seventeenth of May, mm-hmm. two thousand and twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's coronavirus time. Woohoo! Get up on that. Why not? Yeah. To be fair, we I just discussed this when it first started and you were like, nah, fucking boring. And I was no, like, it wasn't oh, boring. Yeah. I was worried it would be or- depressing. Well, I mean, a lot of mad shit has happened since the beginning, so I, I don't think it is completely depressing anymore. Um, I've never been completely depressed by it because... I've been lucky, you know, nothing's affected me directly. Um, I've just been locked in my house and told not to work. So to me, that's, you know, near enough being in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, loving not working, loving being able to catch up on all the video games I've missed since I started working. Um, yeah, it's nice. I've done painting. Are you one of the ones that's getting, um, like, freebies from the government? I am furloughed, furloughed, yeah, furloughed by the government. Yeah. Fair play. Um, Yeah, which is, again, not a problem because although I'm being paid less, I'm not having to travel anywhere. I don't have to buy lunch when I'm out and about. So it's working out as fairly similar in terms of the amount of money I have at the end of the day. So, yes. Yeah, and obviously not going out to eat, not going out to the cinema. Yeah. Not doing anything that costs anything. So, yeah, it's all. It almost seems too good. Well, apart from the death. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm not talking about coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, you know, apart I mean, from the, the death, situation the for me. Pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah, pandemic yeah, yeah. is atrocious and awful and terrifying. But my exact scenario, the, my situation is, you know, pretty nice. Yeah. yeah I feel awful no. saying that. Well, no, not really. You shouldn't do. The thing is, is that everybody's circumstances are going to be different. It's not, it's not one size fits all unfortunately with this pandemic and nobody can even yeah. say that they were expecting any of this to last as long as it has done um like my situation i'm still working from home um but i share the same sentiment as you i i'm getting paid my normal amount but i'm saving loads on um travel i travel and and lunch so yeah. it's good for me too i don't mind sitting at home taking calls it doesn't bother me at all I'm classed as one of the key workers, isn't it? I'm a key worker. I'm I'm interlinked with the banking side of things, isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, but I mean, the only the only downside to it, as I say, when, when I started off, is that is you have to spend more time with your wife and son. Well, don't get me wrong, right? I do love them dearly, as I have well stated in the past. But yeah, they do my fucking brain in. Yeah. Um. If anything. I used to be able to get away from them like eight hours of a day. And now there's no getting away from it whatsoever. 
I have to deal with that little shitbag crying and screaming every fucking hour when you do the smallest of things. Is He's that your wife or the baby? <laughs> ah, no, well, she she doesn't scream. She just gets the narc on. Like, she's got some sort of fucking issue with me every five seconds. Yeah, it's difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was saying to my, I was saying to my sister with her partner, like, it's bound to... Um, cause more arguments and probably a lot of the arguments are going to be stupid arguments because you are literally stuck with one person yeah although i'm fortunate enough that i've got a person to be annoyed at <laughs> you know there are people that are going to be lonely and they can't be annoyed with anyone except themselves <laughs> yeah they're probably just sat there with their own thoughts going i fucking hate everyone yeah i'm sure like and that. i do feel genuinely very sorry for those people yeah yeah i do too and and because that would be awful and, you know, everybody's circumstances, there will be people, and I don't mean to bring it down like straight away, but there will be people that are in not a very nice situation and they can't leave their houses. There's no mm. escape for the people. Yeah, well, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's people that can't escape the horrible stuff that they have to deal with on a daily basis. Like if I had to live at home, mm. like back at my parents' house, I'd be going fucking insane right now. Yeah. But thankfully, I don't have to. Because obviously the domestic abuse side, you know, is horrendous that people yeah. are now trapped inside with. But all I would say is maybe it will make them think more about it because now they can't get away from it. And at the end of it, they'll go, right, I've had enough of you. Sling your hook. I personally think it's it's probably a bit of an eye opener all round, you know, for everybody involved. Yeah. I think you everybody's looking at the world a little bit differently than they used to do before it all kicked off. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So do you think once this is all done... Do you think everything will just go back to the way it was, or do you think we'll have some lasting legacy from this? Uh, I don't think anything will go back to the way it was. Um, no? No, no. I think... Uh, well, I mean, not a lot's really changed. It's just that people can't leave the house. I suppose the real telling part of it will be when people are allowed to go back outside into the real world, and whether they're still going to be assholes or not. Well, a lot has changed. My sister-in-law is a brilliant example, because she works for a uh, internet security company. And and before this, she would have to fly out to Finland every Monday morning and fly back every Thursday, mm -hmm. um, which is two flights every week, three nights in a hotel room every week to the company. And she's now been doing everything she used to do from home. Yeah. You know, they're still making the same sales. They're still, everything's happening the same way it was, just she doesn't fly out there. Instead, she makes a phone call from her living room. <laughs> yeah. To the people she would normally go and see face to face in Finland. And yeah. I, mean, I, I can't imagine they would want to go back to how that was. Her, because obviously she's getting to spend time with her little one and my brother. I mean, whether that's a good or bad thing is up to her. Um, but obviously for the company, they're saving two flights and three hotel rooms every week. I mean, that's loads of money. Yeah. They're saving. However, and the work is still happening. You know, it's... However, there's, there's a certain um, uh, face that you have to put on a business. So they probably will go back to normal because they probably pride themselves on the fact that they can do business face-to-face, -face, whereas it's not very personable if you're doing it over the telephone, is it? No, but do you think there might be an element of guilt now of thinking, well, we're getting all this work done and we're saving the environment, we're saving money? No. Um, you don't, you, so you think it will go back to the way it was? Yeah. And like, so, so you, for example, because obviously you're doing your work absolutely fine from home. Mm -hmm. my, my girlfriend does as well. But you think at the end of this, everyone will just go, right, it's all over, back to the office. I uh, yeah I, d I don't see it changing because nobody can really manage as well as they did. Do you know what I mean by that? Like in micromanaging as, and that's a horrible phrase to use, but 
not everybody mm. can be trusted to work from home and bosses by their very nature they do need to keep an eye and make sure that things are going right so i can't imagine there's any company that would trust their employees to do the job to the best of their abilities whilst they're working from home um, but do you not think the facts and figures will show that? For example, I mean, my girlfriend's a good, good counter-argument to that because she says she's actually getting way more done now that she's not in the office because she doesn't get distracted with conversations. She's not, you know, going out on her lunch break and nipping off to make a cup of tea. She just gets on with work when she's at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you've got that sort of mentality at your workplace, then it may well make a difference. I just don't think that there is a lot of... Um sensible business plans i think businesses are out for one thing and that's money yeah well and individuals mm. are um as you've just said you know if you've got the mentality that you can just sit at home and get on with work then you're great yeah. but if you're easily distracted and you're not getting the work done then yeah okay fine yeah well, I so you're right it probably will it'll probably go back to the old ways i thought it's like the business Tiny things, like, for example, the fact that this all happens and there were businesses and they wouldn't, um, they weren't quick enough to put up, like, um, things to help their employees. And there's still things now where people are having to work, but they're not having the mm. correct procedures put in place to make them safe. People are still working side by side next to each other. Yeah. And even though they've implemented, like, a two metre distance between them and the customers... The tills are right next to each other. So you're you're having to rely on the fact that yeah. people are coming into work and they're not ill. But if you're not earning money and that's your only source of income and you've got a bit of a cough and you don't really care enough, you just think it's a cough, then yeah. It's loads of like grey areas to it. That's the problem with it. It's just, it's all grey, isn't it? Uh, nobody really knows what the fuck they're doing, including the big higher ups. Yeah, no, I think our government has been pretty disastrous, but uh, nothing compared to America. <laughs> yeah no um america i've <laughs> i i mean okay i was saying to my wife the other day i was like i was really disappointed with the americans for voting trump in as president and i sort of let that slide and i was like okay fine and then uh all of this happened and then i don't know donald trump he's uh he's really shown his true colors since uh since the pandemic's happened for example well the I think Trump's always shown his true colours. I think he's been a pretty... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, he's always been pretty disgusting from the start. The main thing was him uh, advising the country to, you know, inject bleach into their into their systems. Yeah, that was unbelievable. It, I mean, you he has got to be the thickest person in the world not to realise that his country is full of idiots that voted him in. So he's going to say that and people are going to do it. You know? Well, they did. I mean, there was actually an increase in calls to the US health services for people ingesting bleach. <laughs> I mean, how terrifying is that? You know, people actually tried and followed that advice. <laughs> I know. I mean, the only thing you have got to bear in mind with America is, although the numbers are way, way higher than ours, their, their population is far bigger. Um I mean, the other part of the American coin is uh, not just Donald Trump, but also the people themselves doing like, um, you know, freedom rallies, gatherings in towns, watching videos of that and actually being astounded. And if I'm completely honest with you, I thought, I hope you all get it and you die because that would teach you, wouldn't it really? Yeah, yeah I know. I get that. I mean, the awful thing is I keep looking outside and seeing my neighbours getting too close to each other and... I'm thinking to myself, 
the same thing. Yeah. But that's awful, isn't it? That's terrible that I'm considering that I want someone to get an awful disease. <laughs> but it's just frustrating because obviously, Was it, well, you know, they're standing out there. I'm being the as only careful thing as possible is, I think, not being near Correct for you to think it because, you know, it's those people that are prolonging it for us. It's not correct. Yeah. You don't want people no. to die. Mm, yeah, well. Because you don't want them to die. You just don't want it to be so unfair. You want them to stay apart because you're trying so hard to stay apart from other people. And it's sort of just taking the piss, really. Yes. It's particularly annoying for the older people because obviously the younger people are less likely to suffer from it. And it generally seems to be, mm-hmm. to me, older people that don't care so much. I mean, obviously, I'm taking this very seriously in that we were going to meet up because we're now allowed to meet two of us outside one metre apart. Um, and you suggested coming around to your garden. But obviously, I was worried about that because, you know, I'd have to go through your house to get into your garden. Well, there is a back alley. You raised a better point, though, was that um, your girlfriend works in um, care homes. Well, she's a care worker, but uh, well, uh, she's a social worker, so she doesn't actually go into care homes. But yeah, she interacts with people in the office coming in and out. Um, and obviously, there's a very high risk that she might come into contact with someone. And then obviously, if I had it and I brought it to yours, yeah, and you know, I might accidentally give it to you, even if I accidentally touch something somewhere. Yeah. So it's just I thought it wasn't really worth the risk. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just um, it, it, where it's been so long, and you see people who are breaking the rules and have done since the beginning, you just think, well, fuck it. Why shouldn't I do the same thing? Why shouldn't I break the rules? Because everybody else is fucking doing it. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, we've had no clear Uh, advice from the government saying one way or the other, really what we should definitely be doing. Because if you don't want someone to do something, you make it illegal. You say, if you do this, you'll either get a fine or we'll put you in jail. Do go to work, but, you know, don't go to work. And if you you do go to work, then do travel by walking and and bicycling. Don't go to work. Unless you can go work from home, so do go to work. But, however, what I would suggest is not using public transport, because don't go to work, do go to work. Stay, in a, stay indoors, but you're allowed to go out and exercise. Exercise is good, you're allowed to go prolonged periods of exercise. However, if you go out exercising, you've got to go with somebody from your own household. Do not meet up two metres apart, but do go to work, but don't go to work. That's, it's really very simple. I've laid out all of the guidelines here. I had coronavirus, so therefore I know, I know. Well, I'm glad you did that, because that's definitely lightened the mood somewhat. Well, I mean... He, oh, I don't know. What's your what's your opinion of him? Well, I used to like him on Have I Got News For You. I always thought he was funny on that. Oh, do you know? I never really got into that show. But no, seriously, um, I think anyone would struggle in, in this situation. But obviously, we do seem to be doing particularly badly with our, fact, with our figures and the amount of people who are catching this and becoming ill and dying. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he needs to be more on it, but I think at the same time, <laughs> I think he wants I think he wants the country to sort of get a herd immunity to it. Oh, fair. Well, why didn't they just let us go out and do what we wanted then, rather than doing a lockdown? The, the population wouldn't be happy if Boris Johnson admitted that that is what he was doing. You know, if the government thought, right, let's just get everyone out, make them ill, risk a few lives. Don't really want to publicly say that, because, you know, it's admitting that you're putting people's lives at risk. Um... But obviously what is happening is a lot of people are catching it and becoming immune to it. Yeah. So I guess that's maybe that maybe is what he's trying to do. I mean, obviously, it's a long way off for getting the vaccine. So it's a long time to wait um, for life to go back completely to normal. Yeah. It's just blame culture, isn't it? They'd only blame fucking him for doing it if they uh, if they caught it. They'd be like, well, 
He told me it was alright to go outside. I licked someone on their mouth and I caught it. And I wasn't told by Boris Johnson not to lick someone on the mouth. Like that. I wasn't, I wasn't told to lick someone's snotty tissues. How the fuck was I supposed to know not to lick somebody's snotty tissues? Yeah, but see, again, that's a good point. If people, if the government really didn't want people to catch it, they'd p- make people more aware of fomites and say, look, you need to be careful about what you're touching. Well, because if somebody has the disease and they touch it and then you touch it and then you touch your face, that's uh, it, you've got it. Oh, uh, fucking sick. Ah. Uh. But it's like the neighbours and their dog. I mean, I see them, they bump into each other, they touch their faces, they stroke the dog, then the owner of the dog strokes the dog, and then they touch their faces. And then... I wish you'd said cat, though. Yeah, I, I'm sure you did. You'd probably rather I'd said pussy. Yeah. But I didn't want to give you that. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it's like, do your online shop, fine. I haven't been able to get into that for fucking ages. And when you do get a delivery slot, it's like three weeks away, and it's at seven o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night. Hey, that's fine. But you're getting people deliver shit and you really, theoretically, you should be wiping every single thing down. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But I mean, I I started off like that because I was super paranoid. And then I thought, you know what? I can't be bothered wiping every single thing down just out of fear. I'll just do it. And then whatever happens, happens. I'm still following the guidelines. So, yeah, I mean, because obviously if you go into a shop, there's way more people that have potentially picked up the item before you had they might have had it so if you then touch it you might catch it uh, obviously you've had the person stocking the shelves up you're then putting it mm. through the till the checkout worker is going to touch it yeah i mean whereas if you get it delivered you've got probably one person in a warehouse that's well covered you know i'm sure they'll have their ppe and then the delivery driver would touch the box that it's in um but then i guess if you picked up the box then you might catch it from the box and if he had it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all a slippery slope, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, my granddad's pretty amazing at this. Whenever he gets a food delivery shop, he leaves it outside for three days because obviously then then it gets rid of the coronavirus because it can't survive outside for more than three days. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the thing is, I mean, if he leaves it outside for three days, the food might go off and he might get food poisoning. Yeah, but you can get over food poisoning, can't you? <coughs> you know, you'd just be squitting out of your mouth and ass. Yeah, I mean, that's a nice thought. My granddad's squitting out of his mouth and ass. Mouth and ass. Do go to work, but you know, don't go to work. And if, you, if you do go to work, then do travel by walking and, and, and bicycle. Don't go to work unless you can go work from home, so do go to work. But, however, what I would suggest is don't go to work, do go to work. Don't go to work unless you can go work from home, so do go to work. Conspiracy theories that have popped up since this has all happened as well. There was the massive one, um, 5G. The the director of our local biggest hospital, QA, actually put up a tweet about it and said... Uh, what? And said... Oh, I don't know what the actual quote was, but he said it was 5G, and he was, oh he's in charge God. of the NHS. Yeah, and I was just like, really? Like, <laughs> you're, you're front line. Although I suppose he's not really, he's just sat at home getting all the money isn't he well he is frontline he's the head yeah. of the hospital and he backed up the conspiracy theory said he thought it was the 5g i didn't really understand how the 5g could create coronavirus anyway I can't don't make any sense radio waves or something no yeah i mean how would a phone the waves coming yeah. from a phone give you put fluid in your lungs because that yeah. is essentially what the problem with coronavirus <laughs> is well there's also there's also like um 
everybody like bad mouthing the Chinese now. And there are there are genuinely people that I know have said I'm not having Chinese takeaway anymore. What? Why? Because of the coronavirus. What? Those people are are English, love. They're not. They're not. They're not the cause of it. And even if they were, the Chinese people aren't the cause of it either. No, but you've got. You can't be too careful, though. Can't be too careful. Yeah, you fucking can be, because it's England. It was the livestock in China that was sold, and it was tainted by bats. It's got nothing to do with fucking Chinese people. They think it's that one bloke, isn't it? Yeah, they think it's that one bloke, and he's he's poisoned everybody, and it's all a conspiracy. They just wanted the world to stop turning and money and everything to fall down. Blah blah. The thing is, though, have you heard about? I, I don't. I, I don't know if this is true, but I think there is an investigation into it. But the fact that the coronavirus might have been released from a laboratory in, in a what? From a, a lab. Oh, God, no, I thought no, you said in Aladdin. I was like, well, no, I don't think so, lab. darling. That was quite some time ago. Arabian night. Yeah, I did, yeah. That's what they were blaming that one person for, because I, I can't remember his name. Oh, I really should have done some research. That would have been <laughs> yeah, really good. But, I mean, obviously... This would have been a great episode. I don't know if it's true, but it's far more <laughs> believable, isn't it, that a virus could have been created in a laboratory? Because that's what they're saying, that they, they were investigating a cure for a disease and they they accidentally created this and then someone from the lab took it to the food market but it's way more believable than you know phones doing it <laughs> from your phone masts yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean the thing that's annoying most is this is you know most of the advice comes from the world health organization oh well that was the other thing i was going to say about donald trump he said he's not going to follow the guidelines for the world organization of health and you and you're just like I don't know if you know, Why? but in Canada, the Prime Minister, I know this because I've got family over there, the Canadian Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, is currently trying to stop the spread of disinformation on social media. And my family are annoyed about it because they think that, you know, that is him denying the truth and that they, you know, these conspiracy theories might have some, you know, there might be something to it. But it's just like, it's obviously... Why would they be doing it? I mean, this is coming, you know, it's not just Canada that's doing this. The reason they don't want you to spread unhelpful information is because it creates more problems. You know, if people genuinely believe that phone masks are causing it, then they, what are they going to do? going to start destroying phone masks or, you know, it just, it's just, it's so stupid. People want us to be healthy and well. I mean, they're called the World Health Organization. Well, I mean, it was all, it was all started with um, social media. I've said it repeatedly. <laughs> It's Tracy from down the road. She knows more about it than the uh, scientists do. She she knows because she's heard somebody's done something two miles away and uh, this happened to them and therefore it must be fact. Oh, well, I believe Tracy from down the road. Tracy's not steered me wrong in life. What the fuck do I know? Tracy knows more than me. But yeah, and like Facebook, I mean... It's not the government doesn't have the fa Facebook doesn't have to adhere to particular world governments. They can do what they want. So the fact that it's like the government are in on it with Facebook, a corporate, you know, a corporation, they've got no control over them. They're just deciding to do it as well because yeah, it's it's a sensible idea. And I mean, because there are some countries that won't um, allow Facebook, you know, like uh, uh, is it China or Korea? Yep. Oh God, I don't. The, the, people are going to sound racist now because I, I do uh, know the difference. There's just one of them that isn't allowed to use Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Hang on, wait, I'm going to check. No, it's China and North Korea. 
and Syria and Iran. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, if you, nobody wants to be silenced. Everybody's got too much fucking time on their hands because they're locked indoors. That's how. That's what it is, you know. Being told what to do and nobody likes it. Oh, I don't have told what to do. No, I don't want to be stuck indoors. I don't care. Okay, so I'm just going to explain what's happened in that I'm an idiot and I managed to unplug my microphone without noticing, which is pretty pathetic because there's lots of bright lights on it, so I should notice. And so rather than re-recording it all and trying to recreate what what has just been said, I'm going to kind of cheat and re-record with Jamie. So the last 20 minutes have been not what you thought they were. Hopefully you won't have noticed, but if you have noticed it seemed a bit strange, it's because my responses were not natural. <laughs> yeah. They were me trying to remember what I said. Yay! Yeah, so um, where did we get to? Conspiracy theory? I think that... We, we, we're, yeah, we've we're, kind of done that. We were done there. Yeah. Weight gain. Yeah, have you gotten fat? Lovely, yeah, no, massively. I'm actually really? the heaviest I've ever been now. Um, knocking in at 16 and a half stone. Wow. Yeah. So, That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, I've managed to put on, because I was just underneath 16 stone, because I was on um, Slimming World, and I've managed to put on nearly half a stone. So that's good. If you've only put on half a stone, that's not that bad. I think it's quite bad. I think... Not really. Half a stone over two months of being stuck inside, that's probably not terrible. Well, the problem is, right, and this is what I've always said. I've always said, people say to me, oh, well, why don't you drive? And I go, because if I drove, I'd get to the size of a house. I'd be on one of those American TV shows my 400 pound life because I'm just such a fucking lazy bastard. And the only exercise I get is going down to the shops or going to work. And I've done neither of those things um, in two months. So that's my excuse. And I believe everybody's put on weight. So I don't feel guilty about it. So it's fine. It's kind of strange, really, because you're quite a lively chap. Oh, I'm not, though. No, I'm really depressed. No, like, you've got a lot of energy when, you, when I'm hanging out. <laughs> oh, really? I'm just such a grumpy, miserable cunt. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, not around me. No, because I've got I somebody to play up with. That's what it is. Oh, OK. You're like my little buddy, and I'll I show off in front of my wife with you. And she goes, stop showing off. And I go, I'm not showing off. Shut up. Like that. <laughs> that is exactly what happens all yes. the time. I just thought that was you two being like a bickering little couple. Well, I we do that anyway. There was actually any truth to it. Yes. But, uh. Yeah. Well, that's nice that I cheer you up. You do love. Yep. This is this is the happiest Aww. I've sounded in two months. My wife will tell you. It's fine. <laughs> um, well, I hope it's not quite true. But well, it's nice that you're happy now. No, it's just, uh... I don't. It's. I think. Like, main thing is, is that. <coughs> nice. Uh, you need to look after yourself. You need to be speaking to people still, and um, yeah. that's the one thing. Like, I know I badmouth technology and social media all of the fucking time. Like, at least once per episode or every other episode. But if we didn't have that, and all we had is old standard like telephones, like back in the nineties. Jeffries and we had this going on then everybody would go completely insane I think technology has been fantastic 
throughout all of it. Oh, yeah. Was, yep, the, the video chats. Yeah. Although saying that, I've actually been getting fed up with them. I can't keep doing it. Oh, really? I've... Yeah, it's too much. And I find it so. I find it really awkward, to be honest. It's not like having a normal conversation with someone. And it's not like having a phone conversation with someone. <sighs> I, there's, there's an added element of awkwardness to it, which I really don't like. Oh, I quite like it. I quite... Yeah, it's all right when you're doing something. Like, I've done a few quizzes and played a few games on Zoom. That's always quite fun. But when you're actually just trying to talk, the first problem is, A, no one's fucking doing anything because there's nothing to talk about anyway other than the coronavirus, and I don't want to talk about that. And then, B, it's it's the weird kind of slightly broken conversation you're having, especially if there's more than two people in the conversation. Oh. Because everyone ends up talking over each other. Yeah, I can't stand that. And then everyone stops at the same time, and then everyone starts talking at the same time. (laughs) And it's just the most painful way to have a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. I'd much rather just talk to people on the phone like this. Yeah. Like me and you are doing. I say like this. I'm just talking to Jamie on the phone. We're not Zooming. We don't need to see each other. No, that's true. I think there's... Although, now I know you're really fat, I kind of do want to see you. (laughs) Oh, I've got a beard. Like, I've grown my beard massively, so you won't know. It's fine. Oh, okay. If I if I was to like shave a beard off, I'd look like I don't know one of those people that's got a really small face in the middle of the in their head. <laughs> well, I think you should do that because we all need a laugh at this time, Jamie. And if you can supply that, you should do it. Um, I mean, I'd, I'm happy to show you my moves. They're quite substantial at the moment. I could put it in a sports bra. <laughs> I'm sure it's like a double A, like a teenage girl's tits. <laughs> no, that's probably more than double A then. No, well, I don't know. I can push them together and it creates a crease. <laughs> that's, that's quite bad. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, well, I, I don't know if you have this sort of problem, but do you like when you put your finger in your belly button, it goes right up to the knuckle. So that's bad as well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Only past the first knuckle, like not the not the main knuckle, as it were. But yeah, if I well, push the first it. first knuckle is not much. Oh, mate, it goes, like, halfway in between. I'm doing it right now. You can't see it. it smells. Yeah, but... It smells like bums. <coughs> I, my, mine does that, and I've lost weight during the coronavirus. Mm. My... Oh, that's the other thing as well. My... Um, I don't think you need to worry until you can hide a whole finger in there. My, my personal hygiene's gone right down as well, because I don't need to make an effort. Um, I mean, that was always questionable, yeah. your personal hygiene. But so. can you imagine, though? It's gotten worse. Mm. So, I mean... the You must smell ripe. The bum smeg that I'm accruing at the moment is just oh. hideous. Um, I don't even know what that means. Bum smeg? I don't want to know. You know when you get sweaty and it collects in the, in the bum crack right at the top? But then it's just wet. It's not smeg. Oh, but if you scratch it, there's a bit of a film on it. You need to wash. Yeah? Do you reckon? Yes. Yeah. If you're getting film and build up, mm. you need to wash. I also got some new... <laughs> I got some... Oh, this is brilliant. I got some new... Um, uh, what do you call it? Some brand new... Wait. Hang on. I know the words. It's been so long since I've spoken to somebody. I've needed this. I've got some new <laughs> um, jogging pants shorts. Okay. Um, I was so... Ex- oh, me too. I bought some of those. They're yeah, lovely. Yeah, I got, I got so excited. I put them straight on. Didn't wash them first. Um, and then I continued to wear them for about a week. Um, oh and my. 
I didn't shower in that week either. As I say, I am... You didn't shower for a whole I've, week. I've been disgusting throughout this coronavirus because who gives a fuck? And your wife, your wife will oh, give a fuck. She doesn't touch me anymore. It's fine. We've got a kid. Anyway. Maybe it's because of that that yeah. she's not touching you. No, I the shouldn't sp- think so. I shouldn't think so. Um... <laughs> It might be because I mean, the I'm extra fat half and ugly a stone, now. Yeah. The extra half a stone, the build-up of sweat and other... Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. So when I did eventually come round to having a shower, it's like I had collected half of my um, material inside of my jogging pants and it went, got clogged up around the drain pipe. So that was nice. Like, I had to literally... But I'm, again, I'm doing it as we're speaking, listener. I'm, I was pulling it out of my pubis. So there was clumps of uh, cotton just collected so i mean that's that's an important thing that's happened throughout the coronavirus i believe i think that's one of the nicest things to take away from it i think the fact that people know that they don't have to be near you yeah well you know i'm i've got a nice personality i've got a heart of gold <laughs> yeah but to know they don't have to they don't have to risk being near you at the moment the smell and accidentally getting some of your build up on them i think that's probably you know Gives a new element of positivity to this, knowing that we don't have to be near disgusting people. We don't have to smell other people. I would usually make the effort. It's just no point at the moment, you know. Um, I got a roll on instead of a, a spray for antiperspirant. And that feels weird. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, but I suppose in a way, you know, I'm helping towards the, the environment by putting a roll on on. But it feels wet. Still feels wet, doesn't it? Roll-ons. You feel like you're sweaty already. I have to sit in front of a fan for five minutes until it's all gone. I mean, wash yourself first and mm. then put it on. No. Otherwise, you're probably just building up more gunk. It's like a Spanish shower. That's what it's known as, isn't it? Don't say that. That's racist. It's not racist. It's a thing. That would be racist. Oh. Do you think a Spanish person would be offended by that? Then it's racist. I didn't really think about the Spaniards. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I do apologise. But no, yeah. serious, on a serious note. I, I'm sure we have lots of people listening in Spain. Do you, uh, do you reckon? Yeah, I think I reckon we are a big hit in España. I think, I think we've got three listeners, me, you, and I don't think you even listen to it. Um, I convinced someone from my work to listen to one episode. Don't know how far he's gotten <laughs> since. He said, oh, I'll listen to your episodes. Yeah, it was all right. I was like, well... Episode. I was, I was like, well, you have to listen to more than one. He was like, yeah, I don't really have the time at the moment. I thought, oh, that's a nice way of saying you don't really I like don't it. Have the time. We're locked in and we're not allowed to go anywhere, but I really haven't got the time to listen to more than one hour of programming. <laughs> no, this is before actually we were sent home. Wow. This was fine. He said he didn't have the time. And then my sister also said she got round to um, listening to a few episodes and she liked it. So there you go. There's, well, that's nice. We've got, we've got like, what? one extra person listening to it apart from me yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie i haven't pushed it at all no i'm useless no i'm absolutely useless i do talk to people about it but i'm not very good at anyway um but you know plus side another plus side let's go back to the serious topic at hand um atmosphere is better isn't it um it's good what do you mean like the the nature, it's it's ruling again. There's you know animals going back to their places that were originally populated by human beings. Venice, what is it? They had dolphins in their rivers, or something like that. Foxes are allowed to do whatever the fuck they want at the moment. Of the, of my night walks I've had, I've only had a few, but uh, yeah, 
They've uh, they've been out gallivanting about, being cheeky as you like, going, hey, we're allowed out and you are not. That's true. I mean, there's definitely but in all many seriousness, though. Benefits for nature of us all being inside and not driving everywhere. Yeah. And people yeah. are friendlier. It's just, it's just the... When you bump into people that you don't know, or you're in supermarkets, people are far more smiley and want to be nice most of the time. No. No? No. I don't get that around my way. Oh. No. People are well panicky. Well, to be fair, I don't like going out to the shops. I will avoid it as much as I can because it's just too much stress. Like, I walked a bit quicker uh, behind somebody... And they got the right knock on. They were like, oh, two metres, mate. I was like, all right, love. All right. I was only just going past. It's not like you're going to catch anything from me just walking like a bit away from you. Um, I think it's better to get in and get out rather than like doing two metres apart and waiting around for every fucking thing. You're more likely to pick something up then, aren't no. you? If you're having to fucking wait behind people who are diddling no, along. If you keep your space, you're not going to catch something. That's the point. That no. brief moment you... Well, then the brief tell moment people you to walk... fucking hurry up when they're in stores. Yeah, well, that, well, I mean, you've got to be patient. Some of them are old. No, this person wasn't. Yeah, but maybe they're like me. Just people they're... fucking going around their days. <laughs> going, oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm on holiday. I'm just going to browse and have a look at the deals. No, fuck off. It's a lockdown. You get in, you get out. That's what you do, <laughs> you prick. Fucking moaning at me just because I've come a little bit too close to you. If you fucking hurried up rather than looking at... Fucking toys for your son. Dickhead. Um, well, it's nice that this is teaching you patience and respect, Jamie. Bollocks. Nobody's got any fucking respect. I mean, that's one of the things that's really, really wound me up. I, I've not seen as much good in the world as you have. Oh, you sound like you've got rose-tinted glasses on. I think people have been absolute fucking penises throughout <laughs> all of this. Especially when it first happened. And everyone was all panic buying shit. We were out of toilet rolls. The reason I've gotten as fat as I have, the reason I've got as fat as I have is because everybody bought all the fucking healthy stuff. Oh. And I had to buy fucking crisps. And spam. And chocolate. Spam. Just, just so I could live. You've got cupboards spam. full of no, spam. I no, I ain't got cupboards full of spam. Oh. You're out of your box, mate. What? You're out of your box. You're, oh, you're, you're crazy. You're Craytown. Spam's you live right. in Craytown, I bitch. Like spam. I eat spam every now and again. It's quite nice. I thought you said sperm then. Spam. Sperm. <laughs> sperm. Oh, tell you what. You have to you have to do that though, don't you? If you get really hard up, just wanking your hand and lick that off. That's a calorie, isn't it? It's like a tic tac. Um I th- I think you, uh, it's hard to know where to go from there, Jamie, when we're talking about such um, no. serious matters and then you're talking about eating bodily fluids. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if you're hard up, you've always got your own bodily fluids that you can chomp on. Put it on some toast, Rivita. Healthy. Yum, yum. No fish in the shops? It's all right. I've got a wank hand. Well, that's good, advi- good advice for the desperate listeners. Yeah. Yep, if you're really hungry and you've run out of food, you can always wank on some toast. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, no, in all seriousness, people have been good. It has shown the good in the world as well as the bad. Like, as I say, it wasn't that bad. We, we, we were out of Calpo at one point and our son was ill. Um, and 
my wife went to Facebook, as she does usually. You know, she's Tracy from down the road, knows the best. <laughs> anyway, and um, she said, oh, can people stop buying um, cowpole because our son needs it in this, like, group that she had? But everybody actually offered. They said, oh, well, we've got an extra one. You're welcome to have ours. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, not everybody is a dickhead then. That's no. fine. Well, I think the truth is that situations like this, they don't bring out the best in people. I think they bring out the truth of people. In that if yeah. the, the nice people are more likely to be nice and the selfish people are more likely yeah. to be selfish. Because yeah. all I would say is that that's nice that I, they said, oh, yeah, we've got a spare cowpole. Who has spare cowpole? Yeah. We don't have spare cowpole. We buy it when we need it. Yeah. Well, they've, they've bought by it already. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. the issue. So and that... they're going, yeah, you can have one of ours. We've got loads. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. So they're, but... sort of, they're nice for giving it to you, but they're dicks for buying too many in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, can you think of any like nice things that have happened? You know, humanity, your, it's restored your faith in humanity? Just little things. As I say, when I go out to supermarkets and people are nice or when I've been going on my walks and I've seen people that I don't know and they've always been very pleasant and, yeah, I mean, nothing major that I can think of. Oh. oh. Well, I must say, though, the one thing... And you're going to go, well, you haven't done it with me, because that's what you do. Um, the one thing that I probably have taken away from it myself is that I've made more effort to see how people are. Because I am, I am genuinely atrocious at the best of times. You can accrue for that. I mean, I'm not going to say, well, you haven't done with that, that for me, but... I checked last night. We were talking last night. Checked in on you? Check. We were talking. <laughs> Well, that's, that's what I mean. I, my definition of checking in on people is probably different to most people's. I did try calling you as well, but you weren't up for it. You said you were watching Interstellar. You weren't even watching it. No, I was Prick. watching it. And also... You fucking wasn't. Yeah, I started that conversation. You weren't checking in no, on me. Didn't. I started I talking to you. I contacted you first. No. No, you prick. I, I asked you first. No, I'm going to find it. Well, you find it then. I said it was me. I said, can we have a chat soon, please? Nah, I don't think so. Yep. I can't do it. I can't multitask like you. Weird. Uh, we'll just have to believe that I've de- I made the effort. <laughs> well, you did, actually. Because right. I said that to you on the 27th of April, and then you eventually got back yeah. to me <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> yeah. So where you say you were yeah. checking in, you were eventually uh-huh. getting back to me. Well, again, you know, I... I j- <sighs> I've got no excuse. And it was at quarter to 11, so it wasn't like the most sociable time to be checking in with someone. Uh, and I was in the well, middle of the film. You ain't I, got could, nothing I, on. I honestly could tell you the exact plot of Interstellar, but that wouldn't be very interesting for the listeners. I'm all right. Exactly. But I was paying attention. I'm very good at multitasking. No, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. That's the one with uh, Chris Pratt, isn't it? No. Uh, there's another one with Chris Pat, uh, Pratt and they're in space. Yeah, I know that one. Uh, is it the one with Sandra Bullock? No. She's lost in space. Oh, no, you're floating. First one was Passengers. The second one was Is it gravity. the one with a killer robot on a spaceship? N- no. Killer alien? No. No. Uh, uh, what else is space theme? Ah, oh, there's a group, there's a family, and they get lost on a planet. Uh, lost mm. in space. And there's a robot. Lost in space. Oh, well, that's... Oh, what's that one? You're oh. deliberately Amy just... Adams. She's, she's trying to speak to the aliens. However... She doesn't know nothing. You're literally just listing every film that isn't Interstellar but is to do with space. 
And I I think you're doing it on purpose. Oh, you're a wily one, you are, Jim. You're a wily one, Jim. Jim. (laughs) You're very wily, aren't you? Anyway, this isn't about the coronavirus. But what I would say is I think probably keep this one uh, not too long a length because it's good to just check in with the coronavirus, but I can guarantee you people would rather listen to something that isn't about the coronavirus. Thank you for listening to that episode of Jimbo Jamboree. Um, amazed that you made it to the end and got through all the disgusting Jamie comments. But yeah, if you're still listening, stay home, wash your hands, uh, don't spit on people, don't lick anything. But yeah, stay safe. As usual, we'd like to thank the musical talents of myself, James Doyle, Eric Skith, and Catbox Music.